0: Father John Rutton at the St. Thomas More Newman Center with another Coyote Catholic witness here from Jacob Solano. I am grateful for the many accounting students who uh, have come through this program. Uh, when I was in the business school, a number of my friends were in the accounting program and then they went off to do uh, really smart jobs and <laughs> I went off to do the fun jobs. <laughs> so Jacob Solano's uh, in his second year as a sophomore here in the accounting program. And appreciate you offering your witness Um, yeah so if you just maybe say a little bit about yourself I'm going to kind of wheel around to the other side uh, as you introduce yourself all
1: right so like father said my name is Jacob Solano Um, I grew up in a Catholic household since I was born um, in Rapid City South Dakota Um, I'm the oldest of four or three other siblings that I have and um I enjoy fishing, uh, hanging out with friends, and spending time with family. Um, growing up, my family has always had like we always prayed together, we always did everything together. So I was really nice growing up in that environment. I went I went to a Catholic school um, in high school or K through twelve actually, and so my foundation for my faith is really is really well or great. So, um, but. Should we yeah, jump so, right in? Yeah, so, so uh, uh,
0: we don't really know each other super well. Right, uh, yeah. um, what Do you remember what happened that made me ask you if you did yeah. this?
1: Yeah, so Father and I were in St. Louis um, for the Seek Retreat. Um, great experience. One of the best uh, faith experiences I've had, obviously. And um, I don't remember what provoked the conversation, but I started talking about how like, I first found my—how I felt— God's love for me, and, um, and then it circled into my experiences that I've had, like, with um, demonic things as oh, well. well. So, those yeah. Are, those are three great topics. Right, yeah. Uh, God's love
0: for you, <laughs> the demonic, and seek. So right, those three yep. will uh, have plenty of time here yep. together. So, well, why don't, uh, why don't you start with uh, what it was that provoked this encounter with God?
1: So yeah, so going into my freshman year of high school, so number of years back a little bit, uh, I went to Steubenville in the in the Rockies, so in Denver, Colorado. Um, I was going with some friends because I heard that you could go to Six Flags with some friends, so I'm
0: like- So for all who are watching, Steubenville right. is like a high school youth conference yep. for Catholics. Yep, it's
1: like Sikh, but- this is Seek, this is Steubenville, but I mean, everything else is still down here. So, I mean, it's still a great great opportunity for young Catholics to enjoy. Um, but, so I, I get to Steubenville, um, I'm with, Ben and Wilson were there, so you know Ben and Wilson, and then um, a number of my friends, and we're all just, we're not necessarily excited for the faith aspect of it, much more, more so going to, Six Flags riding on all the roller coasters, having a good time, the bus trip. So, and all of that was great too. But on the last night of the of the conference, there was uh, adoration and confession. And so I, confession was first and then adoration in this big room. Um, so I go to, I'm one of the last people to go to confession and all my friends have already went and I'm worried about sitting next to them during adoration so I'm not, bored what what i thought i would be and um so i go to i go to confession and my confession takes a while um priests gave me a lot of good points um (laughs) and so i then i'm sitting there doing my pen and saying the hail Marys as fast as possible to try to get back with my friends and uh this random high school student comes up to me Um, i wish i would have known his name but he's like tonight tonight you're gonna feel god's love you're gonna no, he's there and i'm like yeah yeah whatever but i'm like I'm, I'm kind of brushing it off because i'm like i'm like really annoyed that i'm because i'm trying to get back to my friends and he's like no you're gonna feel god's love um and can i pray over you i'm like yes <laughs> and so i let him pray over me and he's he does a great job he, he just keeps pounding that like you're gonna feel god's love you're gonna feel it in your body you're gonna feel you're gonna have such a great experience tonight and i'm like Okay, I've heard this a million times. Whatever. Um, so I go to adoration, and not sitting next to my friends, I was pretty. Bu- I was pretty mad, pretty bummed out. Um, so adoration, they're bringing the monstrance around, and it was the craziest experience of my life. Like, I'm not kidding you. There was people in like wheelchairs, like standing up, walking. Like, there's like miracles happening, and I've never really experienced like a physical miracle of that uh, extent and so they're bringing in the monstrance around and i'm i'm certain like i'm praying i'm doing what i normally do in adoration and when the when the monstrance comes near me i like had this urge to reach my hand out for some like I, it was like i uncontrollable um people are crying everywhere but like then i just feel like this pounding like this overall like Sense of fulfillment that I've never like really felt up to that point, where like my whole body was like had a rush going through it. it was very hard to explain, but like it's almost like the shivers, but like it was a like, good feeling. And I'm like, and I almost like broke down in tears just thinking like I was thinking back to confession a little while ago, where that guy's like, "You're gonna feel God's love. It's gonna be the greatest experience ever." And I'm like. I was, like, dumbfounded. I couldn't believe it. And so then after, after the adoration, where I have this crazy experience, I'm, we sit in our little groups, and we're talking about, like, how it went. And I'm, like, was, I'm thinking to myself, like, was I the only one that felt this? Like, or was I just, was it, am I just weird? I don't know. And so um, we sit down, and all of us are just silent for a little bit, just sitting there. And I'm like, everyone's either silent because they're tired and bored or they just had the craziest experience of their life. And someone just says, that was incredible. And we're all like, yeah, like we all started talking like I felt this. I felt God's love, all of us. And it was was amazing. It was awesome. And so then like we we leave Steubenville. I'm telling everybody about it because it was crazy. Like, it was awesome. And I go home. I think school for freshman year starts in about a month at this point. And uh, then, like, so this is when the crazy, like, demonic experiences start happening. So I'm, my heart's on fire. My faith for God's on fire. Um, and so one night I go to bed, and I wake up, and I just can't move or talk. I can't move or talk. And this like crazy like witch lady. It she looked I I don't even know how to describe it. Like comes in, like felt like pressure was being weighted down on my chest. I was trying to scream, I couldn't move or talk. And she's speaking in like tongues. Like these weird, like I couldn't understand it, but it didn't feel like it was it was really scared. And there's nothing I could do until I completely woke up. Or I'm not sure how sleep paralysis really works necessarily, but like I, I just couldn't move or talk. And so like I go upstairs like crying to my parents like um, this happened, this happened. I call my cousin and he said like the exact same thing happened to him like a week ago. And I'm like, this is nuts. Like I was so scared. So then I, I, we, my mom and I called my grandma because she's like one of the most faithful people I know. And I'm like, Grandma, I need something like, I don't know what to do. Like, do I pray? Because this, this started happening like every night. Not with the witch they but I would get sleep paralysis where I'd hear like tongues speaking in my ears get louder and louder. Or I don't know, it was like whispers, like sounded like tongues. And um, so my grandma's like, you just need to say these words, in the name of Jesus Christ, come Lord Jesus. And so I'm like, all right. So next time it happens, I say it instantly goes away because she explained how um, just saying the name of Jesus just scares all evil powers away. Like, and that was, it was pretty crazy for me. And I'm like, it really made me realize how powerful like Jesus is. He's saying his name will like, is just that powerful. So I mean, this, hap- this has probably happened to me. It still happens on occasion, um, but saying those words it makes it go away for me. Um, I don't know if it works for everyone, but I'm assuming. And so, but at this point, it doesn't really frighten me as much. And I, I get these experiences every time after I go to confession. Mm-hmm. Um, Any time really where I'm like really high and on fire on my faith, um, because the de- they come harder when I'm closer to God. And so it's, it's, pretty, it's a pretty powerful thing for me. Um, it actually, it means a lot. It's kind of weird. It's very uncommon, I think. But um, it, it helps me keep in check of like my faith with God. Um, and then also like back to the Steubenville experience. So every time, so that rush of love I felt from God, I feel that every time when you or holds up the the host for right before communion, and so it's it's always like it always brings me back to that moment, and it's like I feel the rush through my body. I feel it on a, other times too, but every single time I feel it brings that up, and I feel God just looking into my heart. And like I don't know, it's pretty, it's really weird. Like I don't know, but. uh I'm very blessed to know what God's love feels like. So,
0: yeah. How have you seen this impact other people in your life?
1: With uh, my, yeah, like, my testimony?
0: Yeah, like, yeah uh, like what's happened to you, period. Whether it's a testimony or whether it's just the way you live your life. Jesus reaches one person, but he doesn't do it to end there. Right. Uh, how is this and not even that it has to be you actively, but like how have other people been impacted by what God has done to you?
1: Right. So I think a big one was my family um, because I was very reluctant to open up with this story back when it was early on. Um, so I talked to my parents about it and they started to look into it. And I was telling them my testimony of my love for God too. And so they, they also noticed the same thing. And I feel like our family came together a lot just because we kind of all shared, like we all knew the love for God, how much he cared for us. Um, I actually gave this testimony, um, my Steubenville experience with like feeling God's love um, in my senior year of high school because I was on the retreat team for my high school. So I gave the testimony and I think it touched a lot of people because I don't think a lot of people really know how to feel God's love or what it might feel like and it might not be the same for everyone but I know that for me at least it was just the calming of the body and like um the blood rush through my hands and stuff um and so I think I think it helps people like with my testimony and t- talking to other people about it like how to feel God's love um so yeah that's, that's all I yeah,
0: and uh, what's been your entrance into the Newman Center, and how has the Newman Center been a part of this outpouring or this, oh. like, unfolding of right. your friendship with Jesus and the no. church?
1: No, yeah, so the Newman Center here is awesome, so I was, uh, my first weekend here on campus, like, back in my freshman year, I went to Sunday Mass, met Sam, and Sam's a very energetic guy, he, he loves to get people together, he's really fun. So he's like, hey, we're going to have a Bible study every every Monday. Like, this is the first time I met him. I'm like, all right, well, I'll we'll just go to it. Let's see how it is. He's like, you don't have to make a huge commitment. Just come by and stop in. So me and my, a couple of my friends that I already had here, we go to it. And that's where I met, like, all my Newman Center friends, like, Rowley, Rylan, Trevor, all of those guys. And I was actually talking to Sam about this recently, but I was like, I didn't realize that night I would be, like, good friends with these guys for probably the rest of college. And so meeting those guys was crazy because it, it's, it was awesome to see, like, their side of the faith and how much they've grown. And they're also very, like, devout. They're very uh, – they're really good kids. Like, it's, it's actually – it's remarkable to me. Um, but just the – I would say just the community here is, like – it's so comforting. Like if I ever need anything, if I ever need help, if I ever need to talk to someone, um, pray with someone, there's always someone here. And uh, I don't know, I think the Newman Center here is, I guess I don't know what it was like before, but I think it's growing a lot because my first dollar dinner here, there wasn't not as many people here as there is now. And uh, just Newman Center events are growing. I think people are starting to realize like how special it is or how lucky we have it here so i just think the fellowship overall is just really really special here
0: and your uh, connection to steubenville probably helped you say yes to seek and say a little bit about what your experience of going to the seek conference which is another like it's a catholic conference for college students right yeah it's
1: like steubenville on steroids (laughs) so um yeah, so Sam asked me about Seek and uh I I wasn't really actually like reluctant to go at all. I was pretty excited to go. Um one of so Seek there's 18,000 college students there. Um it was it was pretty it was pretty awesome. So I I wanted I was excited to go to St. Louis. Never been to St. Louis before. Um the bus ride was super fun. Everybody's, I met so many people. Um, the nice thing about SEEK that sets it apart from Steubenville, in my opinion, was the, one, the amount of people that were there was just crazy. Two, the speakers there were phenomenal. Like, they were mind-blowing. Like, especially the three guy speakers we had for the men's group, those those guys really, like, got it through to me. Um, I think I think overall I'm my the biggest fruit that I got from it was um getting closer even closer with my Newman Center friends um with my friends just in the Catholic community around here um it, that that was the most special part for me I really um it wasn't anything like crazy like I felt I've discovered God's love or I discovered this but it was more like I grew in a a greater appreciation and greater love for um, my friends that I have here.
0: I think that's an important thing you say because there's always the temptation when we experience God's love in a profound way to try and like milk that same way for more of the, right. the effect. Yep. In a sense, God eventually calls us to love him for the sake of himself, not because of what he does for us, Right. Uh, and so that you can see, ah, the seek conference is like friendship like it's an opportunity and it may not be this powerful deep moment right uh, but that it's still valuable and it's still a part of the way right. christ is helping you grow right um, that's a, a really good recognition uh is there if someone were to ask you how to pray what would you tell them
1: how to pray okay i like i feel like for me at least I think I can always keep getting better at my prayer life. Um, I like to talk a lot, and that transitions into my prayer. But um, so when I pray, I used to pray very structured. Like I'd say the same exact words, like God, I I need a new bike for Christmas and like stuff like that. Um, same same prayers, same everything. And don't get me wrong, that's that's good. It works. Um, I think though that. My cousin told me this actually. It was one of the greatest things I've ever heard from someone. It really helped me in my prayer is talk to God like a friend. And I feel like when I talk to God as a friend, I'm more genuine. I'm not just like a robot reading off words. Like in not being so like tight with my words, like very loosely, like literally like how I'm talking to any of my friends that I have here. Just this is what's going on in my life. This is what's um, this is what's happening, um, I would like this to happen, occasion, but I think it's always important to remember, like, to trust in God's will, and that's what I always say, because I I always feel, like, weird asking God, like, can I please ace, ace, ace this exam, and I'll always be like, well, let your will be done, if I deserve it, so, um, but yeah, and then, so, actually, coming to, uh, since college, Sam's really hammered this down in me is that the listening aspect of prayer, and I have completely missed out on it. Like, um, and I'm still working on it because it's very it's very tough for me to listen sometimes. Um, but uh, I've recently I've been trying to listen to God in prayer, listen to what He has to say, and like listening to the my heart almost, because I feel like that's where he's sitting. And um, it's made my prayer experience a lot more fruitful. Um, and my one of my first experiences, I was at right, act, right after Seek actually, um, where it was, I was just in the chapel here at the Newman Center with uh, a couple of my friends. And it was like, it, it was I felt so fulfilled just listening to God. So I think praying, Ultimately, I think you need to listen to God and talk to him like your friend i think i think good. I think those are the two main points so
0: that's good uh, if is life perfect for you now
1: um well technically complete holiness would be perfect <laughs> okay. so no but um i'm very i'm I'm always very happy um I'm very thankful for what God has given me, mm-hmm. um, so I would say in that sense, yes, it's perfect. But from a Catholic standpoint, no. <laughs>
0: okay. And how about from a human standpoint? Do you struggle with it? I mean, you don't need to like reveal your confession, but do you like? Are there areas in which uh, someone watching this is going to be amazed? And you think, oh, I wish I was like that, or how come I'm not like that, or, you know, how No, come, yeah. How I'm not, I'm yeah, I'm not, I'm not perfect whatsoever. Do you still struggle with things, or where, yeah, is, yeah. what's it like to, we, we lift up all the high points, obviously these difficult moments you have with the evil side, but right. uh, in a human way, do you struggle? Where do you struggle?
1: Um, I think I sh- struggle with indulgence, probably, um, the most. Uh, I, sometimes a lot of the times actually my biggest struggle definitely is putting a lot of things above God and like I'll always say that God is number one he's always be there but a lot of times like I'll miss out on prayer time because I'm hanging out with friends or just I'm a very social person and I like to be around people so sometimes like sitting and praying by myself is tough but um Mm -hmm. I think oftentimes like I don't make room all the time for God as much as I should at least and so what I've started to do try to help that is try to incorporate him in everything I do like um which everyone should do um like for example I deliver Amazon packages um so like I'll just be saying like I'll see the name and be like oh I'll say Hail Mary for this person like and it's just weird like weird p- urges that the Holy Spirit gives me to say random prayers for people. Um, but like, I like to have fun too. So it's like, I, I, the balance, I'm, I'm poor at balancing, I would say. Like one week I'm on, on it, on my faith, going to the Newman Center. Uh, the next week I'm having more fun with friends and not enjoying um, God's presence as much.
0: Is it possible that those two things that the having fun with friends
1: oh they can definitely it uh,
0: doesn't have to be one or the other no yeah it can all be one yeah when you're with your friends are, are these friends that you're talking about different than people you hang out with yeah in the center right the center
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah I I would say like I said I'm pretty social so yeah. I I have a big circle of friends ranging from different backgrounds and I would say like my Catholic friends, I would say, like I always have fun with them like, always uncovering God, and that's a big point, like choosing the right friends. I still have a lot of friends that are on the other side where they have no like connection with God really um, and like they're great people they're mm-hmm. they're very fun to hang out with they're they're good humans too they're not yeah. they're not bad people at all whatsoever, but I will say I think I feel like that does take away from my faith life oh. um in a lot of ways versus hanging out here at the newman center and enjoying my friends here as well.
0: Yeah. Great. I, I, uh, I think the dynamic I recognize is, um, there is a really powerful witness when we have the place we're generated. I like to say we, I need a place I'm generated and I need a place in which I'm like living something more, um, you know with these other friends or right uh it's like there's the the Nepalese students that hang out here that aren't christian and it sort of seems like i mean if i hung out with them all the time and they were the ones i was ministering to it wouldn't seem the right thing but it, they almost like help me right in everything so i need both yeah to feel the effects of like what has happened to me and the difference between the two and then i love how you're discerning you're saying like well, maybe, maybe it needs to be a little more this way at this point, and that right. might not be a judgment on either group. It might just be what the Lord is wanting you, right. Jacob, to do for your path, you know and so somebody else might be, nope, you're at the right balance um, right. or even next year, it could be a different balance. Oh yeah uh, but uh, that that and then even like I was over at the muck yesterday. And I was really grateful to see the variety of different kinds of mixings of people. And it isn't always the same group that you're with at each place. And I think I got, to, when people are here, I typically see them with their certain group. But right. over there, I was like, oh yeah, and you're friends with these people, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, whether it's the international group, or whether it's a different group of friends, or whether it's a different group from a different church.
1: Right, yeah, no, that's, that's a great thing about the Muck, But yeah, I think there's always room for improvement. Um, like where I'm at some people might desire that but by no means am I perfect I'm very far from perfect um there's people that I strive for my some Newman Center friends here that I really strive to be like um that I'm working towards um so yeah I think there's always room for improvement we're all we're all sinners yeah I mean I don't think there's a single person in this world that hasn't ever sinned especially in, like in the past year like there's always room for improvement. So, um, yeah,
0: a friend of mine, uh, repeated words from Pope Francis that, uh, the beginning of the year that said something like, uh, where's one, where do you want to go and what do you want to see? Yeah. Would you answer that question?
1: Well, the cliche answer is heaven. I want to see God. (laughs) Um, Okay, no cliche answer. Right. Um, (laughs) no, uh, where do I want to go? What do I want to see? Um, so, so looking towards, looking towards the future, um, uh, ultimately I want to see myself, like, happy. I want to be successful, obviously, like everybody. Um, I want, I want my kids, if I have kids in the future, to grow up the same way I did. I think my parents did an outstanding job of raising me. Um, I'm very, um, grateful for what I grew up in. Um, so ultimately I just want to see happiness, I want to see everyone be happy, as many people as possible happy Um, so yeah I don't know, it's just I want to keep growing in my faith day by day and I think my foundation has put me in a really good spot where I can grow and continue to grow and meet other people that will help me grow too
0: well I say to students around here, I'll say to you and to uh, all who are listening, um, your grandma's still alive. Yes. If you would call your grandma. And, yeah, uh, right, now? Not right oh. <laughs> now? Oh, yeah, let's do it right now. Would she <laughs> answer the phone? Maybe. If she would answer the phone, I want... <laughs> will she be fine if she's on the video? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm sure. And grandma. then after this, you can call your mom and dad. Okay. And thank them for raising you in the church.
1: Yeah, for sure. probably busy doing crosswords good morning good morning grandma how are you doing i'm doing good how are you great i was just um i you might not remember this but i was um sitting down here with father at the newman center Uh and uh i remember asking you a while back um because i had these like demonic experiences and you told me to say in the name of jesus christ come lord jesus i don't know if you recall get behind me satan yeah in the name of jesus Yep, yep. Uh, his name is so powerful. Yeah, that's what I was telling Father. That's that. I'm I'm grateful you taught me that. Um, I really appreciate you for that. No, well, that's not a problem at all.
0: <laughs> Grandma, Father John's here with your her grandson.
1: <laughs> I tell you, I'm so pleased that Jacob is involved with the Newman Center and keeping up with his faith the way he is. It's wonderful.
0: Yes, it is. And uh, I tell students around here who I meet at various stages in their faith life. uh, I often am new here. And what I'm realizing is if the parents and and family did the best they could, nobody does it perfectly. But if they did the best they could uh, and witnessed it, uh, it gives it makes our job here a ton easier uh, to help that student if they haven't yet make it personal. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, so I always tell people, call your parents and thank them for taking you to Mass. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, I tell you what, and that is
1: just such a blessing too, because both of his parents are very uh, faithful, faithful in their Catholic faith. So
0: I, I think that that's been a real blessing for all of their family. Yeah, amen. Well... Uh, He he spoke very highly of how you've helped him pray and how you've helped him uh, uh, call on the name of Jesus. So I just wanted to thank you and uh, let you know of our prayers for you, okay? Well, thank
1: you very much. Yeah, Thank you, Grandma. I love you. I love you, too. Bye-bye. So my parents now?
0: Uh, you can call them on your own. So oh, okay. One. Now, this no. is on video, so you got to call Grandma right. and say, and then if we need to, we'll edit it. Okay, but, uh, yeah. Otherwise, so I think that's great, Jacob. All thanks right. so much yeah, for being a course. witness for us here, no. and uh, looking forward to all that's in store. Yeah. We've got two and a half years. Well, oh. and you're I'll have three years. You'll have three years. and yep. Yep. Yeah. So you're, uh, a half years. I'll be here for a while. Yep.
1: So, great. So. Well, let's say a prayer in the name of the Father, so, the Son, and the Holy
0: Spirit grateful Lord for all the ways in which you enkindle in the hearts and minds of our young people the fire of your love we ask that we might be open to your grace to do your will and to live as the light and salt of this world you began your mission in a little way with a little girl who opened her heart and mind to the greatness of your love and so we ask for her again Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord Lord is with thee. Blessed Blessed art thou among among women, women,
1: and blessed is the fruit fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother Mother of God, God. pray pray for us sinners, now and at the hour hour of our death. Amen.
0: St. Thomas More. Pray for us. Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
1: Spirit. Thanks, Jacob. Yeah, of course. I went to St. Thomas More High School, too, so...